Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sarikolia here, and welcome again to another episode of HF Heroes, my podcast. Whoever is watching this on YouTube and whoever is listening to the podcast uh, through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, whatever platform uh, you use, thank you very much for your support. Thanks for listening. Uh, but definitely, I want today, I want to talk about something that uh, probably you have heard um, uh, pretty much on YouTube primarily. Uh, and there's a lot of sites that are talking about it. It's a big conversation among uh, content creators, uh, which I'm part of. I'm part of the content creator community here in YouTube. Uh, in regards to uh, Kappa and how it's going to affect uh, creators like myself or any content creator here in YouTube moving forward starting in 2020, January 2020. So I want to clarify a couple of things because some people, some of my uh, followers, some members and friends, they have asked me what I'm thinking about it and also uh, what is my plan, what I'm, what I'm going to do. Uh, so I want to clarify a couple of things. I did, I don't like to get into this political things. Uh, it's just a rabbit hole that I don't like to get into. But it's definitely important to talk about it because it's definitely affecting the bottom line for not only me, but for so many people and also uh, the prospects for the future, uh, how things are going to unfold. There's a lot of unknowns. There's still a lot of fear. Um, you probably have seen a lot of videos. People are talking about it. If you're not a content creator, you're a person that only watches videos. You probably have seen a lot of these videos. And uh, you might be wondering, uh, what is it all about? Why people are talking? Why people are freaking out? People that, you know, again, people that have... Uh, Channels are target, you know, technically to a particular audience, whether it's through comic books, uh, through toy reviews, collectible reviews, um, uh, gaming, all of that encompasses so much. And a community is so large, there's so different ages and age groups, and definitely there's a lot of fear that this is going to come back and pretty much bite us in the butt. So I want to clarify that. I want to clarify a couple of things because also there's a lot of fear out there. It's a lot of misinformation, and people are using this to kind of spread that fear and also to gather a lot of views because people are so interested in the matter. So I want to clarify things from my perspective as a person that has been doing this for the past seven years in, in YouTube as a content creator, what is my opinion about it now first we need to talk about COPPA what is COPPA you heard that a lot you know the initial COPPA which it means it's actually the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act this is a law that was passed by the federal law um, it's a federal law that was passed by in this case uh, by Congress in 1998 uh, the law took effect in well, April of 2000 so it actually took two years and uh, it's been pretty much in place for quite some time even before I was part of YouTube um, the FTC, the Federal uh, Trade Commission, did an investigation. Uh, for those that need more clarification, what happened? They did a study where they, in, back in 1998, they are surveyed through all different websites and found out that uh, around 89% of all those sites collected information from children. And we're talking about children, not only talking about people under the age of 18, but even younger, uh, minors under the age of 13. And they were collecting all that information, all that data, and they were technically selling it to third parties. And, of course, um, uh, the way this works is very simple. Uh, as you know, uh, in any computer, you probably know the concept of the cookies. You know, the, the when every time you go to a browser, you're browsing on the Internet in any site, when you go to Facebook, when you go to all these different sites, when you go to YouTube, of course, uh, the system uh, is uh, smart enough to understand your patterns, so what you watch, what you like, the things that you prefer. And based on that, it's going to make those recommendations. Um, sometimes when you 
come back to your computer after a couple of sessions, it actually recommends you certain things. You're going to see certain ads. You are talking, to, you know, even with people, friends, co-workers on Facebook talking about certain things. All of a sudden you see, go to your, web, in this case, to the to a website and you're going to see an ad for comics because that's what I talk or collectibles. So things like that you're interested on. So it's going to target you based on your browsing history so it makes it the system is a pretty smart and understands what you do and you know we love cookies in one way because it really makes things easier for us when we're browsing instead of just going into the immense sea of the web it actually telling us what we need to do it, it really helping us to understand that is the way you also save your passwords to different sites so it knows what type of websites you like to to frequent the things that you like to do in certain um, blogs or whatever it kind of gives you that it understands you well so make things easier for you simplified things however it's another way where there are a lot of trojan horses in the system where they actually understand who you are they can come and also rob your information and a lot of this is what they do they sell that information to other parties so they can actually target you and um all the sites do it. You know, you understand this. Even though YouTube is a free platform, it's a free platform for us to use, but it's a private entity. And the way that it's sustainable is through ad revenue. That's the primary primary system that they use in order to make money. So they sell to third parties. Those third parties are going to uh, sell you based on your IP address and your pretty much your who you are are going to target you with certain type of, you know, in this case, ads. And that's how it is done. So what happened in 2000? Uh, uh, well, 1998 and then 2000, pretty much when the law of the COPPA went in effect, it really limited the way uh, because of the investigation and they, they, they did, the study they did, they found that they actually all the sites were really taking all that information. You know, people say, how is it that they can gather information they know the, the miners are watching? Simple, by the stuff the miners watch, things that miners love to watch. If they love to watch, I would say Barney the Dinosaur or SpongeBob, you know, that's something that they're constantly watching. Even when, when YouTube children like to watch certain things. So what happened is that they get targeted with certain type of ads, whether it's for a kid's meal or for different toys, of course, to push them to really like those things and ask for their parents for those things. So it is how it works. It's just commerce pretty much one-on-one. However, the government find this uh, as definitely uh, trespassing the privacy laws because uh, in many ways there was no consent from the parents. The parents were not given their consent for their kids to be sold or, you know, to be advertised there and things. So because there's no consent, of course, many websites, of course, if you go there, especially as for children, there has to be a written consent from the parents. So this law kappa is very encompassing to everything that has to do with the web. Now, as we know, know YouTube has grown in, in pretty much in, in the last 10 years or more. It's been a machine that has grown to a point where people are there of all different ages. Uh, there's a very strong young audience in in YouTube. So for many years, they were collecting all that data, of course, from everyone that I was watching. In many ways, it was under COPPA. It had to be regulated, but YouTube didn't take it seriously until there was an investigation. Uh, finally, the government decided in September, uh, it was actually, there was a penalty. It was over $170 million. That was the, pretty much the highest uh, fine that was done uh, to, in this case, YouTube, to Google, because they found that in the investigation that they were, they gathered that information for years. 
and they sold it to third parties and they sold all those ads to all these children they target children and so on and so on and so on of course it's a lot of money money that you know youtube is responsible it has nothing to do with the content creators i do not decide what ads are, are shown uh and i'm gonna go in detail how things work for those that are not familiar the way you know you add ads to your videos uh, so ultimately, it is pretty much uh, YouTube's fault. But now YouTube, uh, you know, of course, in order to kind of turn things around, has put that responsibility on the creator. So that means that as a creator from now on, and that's something that happens last week, you're given an option every time you're trying to upload a video. There's two options. You can choose your channel to say, my channel is not targeting. So you set it up in the settings for people under the age of 18 or minors age of 13 i think it's age of 13 or 18 i don't remember very well right now or you have to do it individually with every video so i was doing it at first uh with every video but the question is always asked you have to choose before you upload the video it's at, is in there you know because if you say yes it's for children then of course that take away a lot of the things that you can do the section uh the the comment section is gone they remove a lot of things like you know the thumbnail thing the ability to change that the, the in this case all the things that you used to have before the ads are is pretty much taken so you lose a lot of money all of that so you have to choose adults now in my case i've always created content for adults i have never created anything for children that's never been my audience so I was, you know, doing, I'm doing it for adults, but I discovered while I was doing that, that I had to do it for every single video. So I went back and checked some of my older videos and I realized that every video have to do the same thing. Even all my videos from the past, from the past seven years. Now, in the past seven years, the, the first six years, I only made a hundred videos. That's it. But during this 11 months, this year, uh, because when I had really went full time into doing my videos, I had done over 400 videos in my channel. So there's a lot of videos to really go back and really redo things. And some of these videos are constantly making some type of profit, particularly anything that has to do with comics, some of those big videos. So of course I still make revenue out of those. So, uh, which is very minimum, but it's still there, you know? So uh, in order for me not to go back and do uh, over 500 videos, some people have thousands, I just decided to change the whole thing for the channel. So that's what I did. It's changed completely, so I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but, well, in that case, worry on the sense of going back and do it manually one by one. However, there's a still unknowns in regards to what the future is going to bring. Uh, through all of this, you know, uh, what really is really saddening, uh, at least from the perspective of, you know, I understand the business standpoint of YouTube. YouTube has always, you know, in, uh, in many ways, take advantage of the creators. And people say, well, creators took advantage of YouTube because they are posting videos, creating content in a free platform that is not free. And it's true. But YouTube have used that to their advantage. You know, they have pretty much all of this. Every channel is entertainment. Every time you come here, you are entertained. And uh, someone has to create that content. Like if you go to Netflix, Netflix pay for the content they create. You, you know, all this, uh, in this case, DC Universe, they have to pay someone to create that content. Now you have technically people creating content for you. They're not, you're not paying them to do their content. They're creating content, they're uploading it, and people are getting entertained while you're selling ad and you're making revenue. And you, you know, make a small cut, you pay them, uh, in this case, the content creator, a small percentage of that while they are making the money. So they have done it for years. They have gathered a lot of money and they have taken advantage of it. Now, 
you have no control on the type of ads that you that are, are sold in this platform. Now, I can use the example of Spreaker. Spreaker is a, the main platform that I use to upload my podcast, this podcast. And uh, Spreaker, you know, pretty much sends that to all the different platforms, iTunes, Teacher, and all of them, and you just upload them to them. But it, Spreaker is my platform. Uh, now, Spreaker gives me the option. They also have ad revenues through my, you know, in this case, I get ad revenue uh, through the podcast. It's not as big as YouTube, but it's there. Uh, but it gives me the option to choose the type of ads I want in my channel alongside my channel so if I don't and personally as many of you know I'm a Christian so there's things that I don't do I don't really I don't drink alcohol you know although I'm, I'm not against the people that drink alcohol I don't like my channel my videos to promote beer or alcohol beverages or uh, tobacco products I don't promote none of those things I don't want my channel to promote or even dating sites so all these options are there uh, things are directed towards mature content uh, all those ads are there as well you can choose those and I'd simply decline to use them you know I prefer other things where there is food where there is things that have to do with family all that kind of stuff are more into more family oriented type of ads it gives me the option to choose the type of ads that I can add to my podcast. And I'm comfortable with that. It gives me the option. Now, YouTube doesn't give you that option. I see some of my videos that talk about, you know, even politics. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not political. I just simply don't like my videos to, you know, in this case, to kind of like give uh, opportunities for ads for whether it's Democrats or Republicans. I try to stay away from that. But I don't have any choice on that. It is the channel that decides what ads are presented there. What type of products are sold, whether it's alcohol, whatever, they choose it. I have no control on that. And it's YouTube daily taking advantage of my videos. And based on the people that watch my videos, they're going to use those to target that audience with the different ads that they like. It is just their decision. It has no control on us. All you can do, and there's something that happened just a few years ago, actually probably two years ago. Prior to that, you have no control. Uh, a few years ago, and now you can choose the uh, pretty much the breaks where the ads can be added. Now you have certain control. If you're over 10 minutes, your videos are over 10 minutes, you can choose those ads. Less than that, you have no control. But you have no control. Now, you have to keep in mind that every video, if your videos are viral, they're going to have pretty much like the tier one type of ad. So they're the ones that pay more. Now, uh, some of my videos, they are tier one. Those that go viral very quick, those that get a lot of views, kind of like anything that has to do with gaming, get reactions and stuff like that, they get uh, more money. Now, the videos are smaller like this, the podcast, only a couple of viewers, not really that many. They don't really get tier one. They get tier three. So the revenue is so small in comparison to the other ones. So for years, a lot of people were under, understood how the algorithm work. And that's the reason you see a lot of people have used the algorithm into their benefit pushing for that you know that's the reason why you saw many people creating content for children you saw those channels creating content and videos for kids uh, you know kids playing you know filming those kids playing and those videos could last long uh, for a long time the longer they were the more ads they had they understood those are tier one video you know ads and of course targeted for children children want their special toy they ask their parent the parent goes to the store buys the toy because the children saw an ad YouTube realized, you know, in this case, the FT, FTC, they said, you know what, this is too much. You know, you are taking advantage, in this case, of this, and you are breaking the law. And that's the reason why they got penalized for it. But now, of course, YouTube turns around and says, well, now creators are at fault because they took advantage of it. Yes, they did, but it was based on the way the algorithm was working. So people understood that. Now, what I'm trying to say here on this I'm not against controlling what people watch and kill kids in this case. 
I think YouTube is responsible for that. It is a platform. It's a private platform. And they have to understand that everyone that watches, you have no control on what people do watch. You know, you have no control on everybody watch. But they know who's watching. And people say, well, how do they gather that information? Very simple. By the browsing system. Why people are watching, they understand. And based on that, they push that stuff. Now, of course, the responsibility now as a creator is for me to say and label my videos for adults or just for children. Of course, I have never created anything for children. That's not my primary goal my target audience has always been people my age people in their 20s 30s 40s some people in the 50s that's my target audience has always been i can go through my statistics and i can check actually who's watching or not the vast majority of the people that watch my videos are around my same age people that were born in the 80s and the in the 70s and the 90s and that's about it people are already adults and they're the ones watching primarily a lot of uh, males you know i really have a small group of females following my channel so so you see all of that. However, the fear is because the law is so broad, now that you labeled that, you're still under the mercy of the FTC, and of course it's all bureaucracy, so that means that they have to, they might be checking your videos, and if they find that you are targeting children, they can fine you up to $42,000 per video. So if you have tons of videos, you know, you're talking about a lot of money. So money that you don't make creating content like this. So technically, what again, what YouTube is doing is watching the head it's not my fault, whoever it falls on the hands of the creators. They have the control. They have the algorithms. They're the one pushing those ads and not, in this case, the creators. Uh, so ultimately, it's a YouTube's fault. In this case, Google is the one uh, and responsible to control, to really, uh, I would say, filter the stuff they provide. And definitely, they're the ones that sold all that information to third parties, are selling all the information to third parties for them to push those ads in all the content. Now, again, I'm not against really controlling and really, uh, I would say, for parents to really oversee what kids are watching it should always be the case i'm a father uh, you know my daughter is already an adult but you know when i had that opportunity we control everything she watched we you know we were careful that what he was she was watching what we watched when we were with her and all of that and it should be the case and uh and it's important for parents to be parents. But, you know, right now, pretty much the FTC is kind of policing what we're doing online, which is definitely a, a scary situation for a lot of creators. Because what tells, uh, what makes the difference between one thing and the other? There's a lot of things that have the stigma of being for children, where there is toys, toy collectibles, you know, action figures, even statues might be considered for children. When we're talking about characters like them, in this case from Marvel or DC, that have always have this stigma that they were created for kids through comics. Yeah, but also those do it. But, you know, you have to differentiate what's for kids and what is not. The problem is that a lot of people, in this case, again, bureaucracy, they don't understand the difference between one or the other. You know, a person in Washington, D.C., and the FTC office, my, a bureaucrat that doesn't understand anything about collectibles or action figures, might deem your video simple as targeting children because you're talking about Captain America. And you're talking about Captain America, we're talking about the movie, in-game, that was directed towards everybody. So there's a lot of unknowns to how things are going to unfold and how it's going to affect primarily people like in 
in my case that we deal in those things, the geeky stuff. You know, I talk about video games, I play video games here, which is a very ample room where definitely not only adults are playing video games, like you're talking about Call of Duty, not only adults play Call of Duty, also children. Even if you target the video for adults, or you say my video is directed toward adults, you're still going to have children come in and watch it, whether they have the, uh, in this case, the, uh, the consent from their parents or not, because of the free web, you know, the access to the web. And if they're watching, you know, if you have no control who's watching, then of course you might be deemed responsible for what's happening. So there's a lot of unknowns. Now, I don't like to spread fear. I know a lot of people are already afraid of what's happening because there's been a lot of conversation. A lot of people are talking about it and uh, there's a lot of rumors. People are taking advantage of this also to create content and videos and talking about it to really make things more scary. At the end of the day, it's important that we understand what we're doing. Um, as a content creator, my job is to create content and uh, to create content that people are enticed to watch. I have never used the language, oh, this is for kids, although I try to make my content family friendly. What it means is that I want any person that is watching this can watch it at the safety of their home. If you're watching my videos uh, while you are taking care of your kids, I feel that you feel comfortable that you're watching my stuff, that there's no, I'm not using foul language or I'm, I'm talking about things that are not appropriate for kids. So I try to be family friendly, but because I'm family friendly, also can be considered as, you know, you are pro-kid. So you have to be careful. And there's times where we're going to talk about certain things. You know, even though I try to do it with respect, we're going to talk about more serious matters. And uh, my videos are going to have those type of things. Now, how can someone determine what is, you know, for kids and it's not? And the type of ads that are there, if you are targeting kids or not, it's out of my control. That's something that only the algorithm can decide. And in this case, it's YouTube that really is the one pushing those ads. I have no control. And uh, it's definitely a situation that is a catch-22. You know, it's, it's definitely, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, and definitely that's a concern from a lot of content creators. Now, we don't know what's gonna happen. I know a lot of people are in panic mode. You're gonna see more videos about it. The closer we get to the date, to January 2020, you know, pretty much uh, down the road. But uh, my advice to you, if you're a content creator, if you're starting as a content creator, and you just creating videos, and so you don't know what's gonna happen, my, 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 I would say my advice to you is just create the content that you want. If you are creating content, particularly for adults, then just label that in your channel. And um, it's going to come to a point that people are going to have to add some type of, you know, I was reading even Kappa's, you know, the whole thing. And I'm going to have the link for you that you're going to have to label your content that this is not for adults that you need, you know, to be certain age. So if you have to come and start your videos like that, you're going to have to, people are going to get creative in the way they do it uh, to protect themselves. Because, you know, content creators, We've been taking advantage. We have seen a lot of, you know, apocalypse, you know, in this place, you know, a lot of ads, you know, a lot of hits throughout the year. This year has been very tough to the point that, you know, I, even though I was working, making full-time stuff here, I have to go back to work full-time and another full-time job while I'm continuing doing this because, you know, there's so much pressure and YouTube is always changing the rules and it's been changing the rules. This year has been tough. And, uh, and definitely it's, it really takes away, uh, from creators to really concentrate on what they do best, which is create content. You know, now you worry, oh, you know, I gotta do this or I gotta do that. I gotta fix this or I gotta fix that. I gotta be careful not to f say this or to say that. And also that takes away your free speech, the ability for you to really be yourself and really create the content. And, uh, for you to be the one that is now not only policing this stuff, but also it's kind of limiting you what you can do. And of course, a scary times for a lot of creators, uh, particularly those that depend wholly in the content creation now as I always said you have to diversify what you're doing 
YouTube is a great thing, but it's not the only thing. And uh, I'm doing my podcast. I enjoy my podcast. I do the videos, but I also do other things, social media, trying to find common ground, trying to find the thing. It's about finding your voice. And you know what? Right now, YouTube is the biggest name in town, but doesn't mean that YouTube will always be there. Other platforms will come. They're also, you know, people are switching to the gaming platforms where also it's another place where you can really create and push your content. But definitely, it is definitely there's a lot of unknown questions. Uh, I would say just continue creating the content. Don't be afraid of it. Um, just do what you need to do. Um, just don't let the voices and the misinformation out there really guide you through the process. Uh, it's definitely something that's always been there as it was never really enforced. Now it's enforced. You got to do my advice is just simply change the subject of your channel. Just, well, this is if this is what I've directed to do, do it. Now, if you have a person that has been doing, you know, trying to push for kids because, you know, kids are watching, then you might be in trouble. But that's just something that you're going to have to decipher yourself uh, if this is convenient. You know, I try not to label things or try to sell things or trying to get people to come and make my videos viral by lying to people. I'm just honest straightforward what I, I produce whether I get five viewers or whether I get 2,000 viewers uh, per video it just I'm just simply creating my content and let you know people decide what they want to watch you know and uh, I'm just being myself and I'm not talking to people I'm not really pushing for kids to watch my videos just to lie to them so they can come and watch my videos no it you know technically I, I talk to people that are my age my generation people that are actually are they care about the things I care so it's important to really define who you are in your channel and what you're trying to create and stick within those boundaries of what you want to create. So this is what I want to share with you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the video. Um, I would say um, keep watching the video. Again, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, I went back to work, so that means that my content is, is going to be a bit more limited, you know, not as I was doing it daily, but you're going to see content. And I'm trying to push it as much as I can, but of course I'm limited by the time and, you know, my free time my you know my ability to do it and all of those things you know how it is but my friends god bless take care and i'll talk to you again bye bye